4: Presented by AT and T. Connecting changes everything.
1: This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre.
5: What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Tuesday, February fourteenth. Happy Valentine's Day. To everyone out there, I would say to all the ladies listening, but we do not have many ladies listening to the podcast based on the internal metrics. Obviously, heavy sports and gambling, football, basketball, a lot of dudes listening to the podcast. Just kind of like when I go out in public and people kind of notice me and say stuff. It's a lot of guys, you know, and I joke around that it's, you know, it's a bummer that the ladies don't notice me, but nobody knows who I am anyway. It doesn't matter. But the guys do like to talk sports. Had um, a prominent son of a Pac-12 coach come up to me at the Super Bowl just be like, hey, what's up, J-Mac? You probably don't know me. And I, he looks exactly like his dad, so I knew who he was. Um, got in an Uber, and this guy kind of, kind of looks me – in the rearview mirror, and then doesn't say anything for like fifteen seconds, and he goes, "Hey, J Mac, who you got in the game this weekend?" <laughs> like, it's just very bizarre. It's just random guys knowing who I am, knowing like uh, me, and just saying stuff. It is pretty funny um, out there. And I'll say this: the guy ended up asking me a pretty thoughtful question. I don't remember if I told this story because I was in a um, robotustin infused haze uh, on Monday, but eventually the guy the uber driver he's like an arizona state kid and you know he's working while get going to one of the schools there i forget i don't think it was a journalism school but there's another one in media there not cronkite but the uh, whatever the other one is anyways and the kid goes so j-mac what do you want to be when you grow up and it was weird i was like it my first thought was dude i'm grown up what are you talking about but i let it marinate for like 15 seconds i was like, "You yeah. know." Kind of think I want to be just the best father and husband that I can be, and the guy goes, "Whoa, that's that's deep, man." And I, I mean, like, I don't, I know that sound, might sound corny, but what else do, what else do I want to be? I had like an in-depth conversation with this dude um, over the weekend at one of the Super Bowl parties. Um, he has become like a master of his universe in his space. He's not related to sports. Uh, doesn't watch The Herd, occasional listener of the podcast, he works out a lot, like runs and stays in shape. And we were just having this in-depth talk about, you know, working hard and going to be the best you can be. And at the end of the day, you know, you <laughs> we're all going to die and you can't take any of the money with you. All you could do is hopefully pass down great lessons and set your kids up for success and their kids. And that's really all you can do. And I know we talk about sports, and I've opened the podcast very strangely, but it's just it's interesting when I just randomly talk to sports fans out there. Some of them are hardcore, like should the Lakers sign Kyrie? Yeah, I usually get that around the basketball courts. By the way, I'll use that to dovetail into the NBA before we get to a heavy NFL podcast, even though the season's over. Anybody watch the final possession of Mavs Timberwolves on Monday night? I I know nobody did. It's interesting. I didn't even know, you know, what was happening in the game. I get a DM from a buddy who is in LA. He's a big gambler. He's like, "Dude, I put a parlay on Baylor and the Mavs. Moneyline parlay bet. The number one against me. What the hell's going on here?" And Dallas is down a million at halftime. I instantly went to look at the line and I bet Dallas second half cuz, you know, listen, they've got Luka healthy and Kyrie healthy. They're going to figure it out. They make this incredible comeback, cover the second half line, but they don't win the game, killing the guy's bet. They had a chance to tie with 14 seconds left, draw up a play in the timeout, and don't even get a shot off. Luka and Kyrie were playing hot potato. I know everybody wants to give Anthony Edwards and McDaniels the great defensive nod there, but the honeymoon is quickly going to end for Kyrie Irving in Dallas. He, before the game, was asked about you know extension, long-term stuff. He's like, I'm not talking about any of that stuff at all. Like, good luck, dude. <laughs> There's no chance that the media is letting you off the hook. They are going to ask that after every game, before every game. It's inevitable. That's all anybody cares about. Who cares about tomorrow? You know, they want to know long-term. They want to know big picture. Listen, Kyrie, it's going to be a tough one. I am buying the Mavs. I do think right now they'll get to the finals over the Suns and Nuggets in the in the West. But... Um, just to watch Luca and Kyrie kind of play hot potato and not even get a shot off was a little disappointing. <clears throat> but we're, what, two games in to those two together? They suffered a tough loss to the Kings in overtime, and now this one. Um, But it's January. Genu- ah, I'm sorry, it's February. Who cares about a meaningless NBA game? While we're on meaningless NBA games, how about the Blazers hitting 17 threes in the first half? Dame had 30 in the first half. Blazers beat the Lakers, and... I like Austin Reeves a lot, but my goodness, Damian, uh, not Damian, Damian Lillard was just tormenting Austin Reeves. Just, it was it was tough to watch. Just attacking him, the crossover, the quick discard, you know, that, that sly move. I mean, I felt bad for Austin Reeves. He was a good defender, but Damian Lillard's like an all-time great offensive point guard. Just a great game. And the Lakers lose again. What are you going to do? No LeBron. He's got the foot injury. He's supposed to maybe be back for the Pelicans game. Uh, They'll need to win that one. Lakers, (laughs) just not a lot of room for error, but I'm, I still have some more meat on the NBA bone. So we're going to pivot there. Um, The long NFL season finally, finally is over. You guys, I know you're with me. 18 straight weeks, ordering pizza and breadsticks, sitting on the couch, watching football Sundays, fantasy survivor gambling. Like it is awesome, but it's also exhausting. And I know it's, exhausting and in air quotes because it's we're not digging ditches we're watching nfl and trying to assess what the hell's going on and find edges where we can and that's over now and now we got seven months without football so it's basically hey good time to plan a vacation good time to plan a summer vacation a ski trip a spring break all that stuff uh, march madness obviously right around the corner and and we'll <coughs> we'll dive into some college hoops soon but it, it's like a good time to just like step back And uh, obviously, if if you get an NBA chance at a halftime, you you pull the trigger. But by and large, I'm not going to be spending my weeknights watching NBA every night. Like, life is too short for that. I I can't do it. Uh, And a lot of these games, there's no defense at all. That being said, there is some interesting NFL stuff coming. So I hinted at something on Cowherd Show Monday about Matt Stafford. I'll give you the details here shortly that I heard in Arizona. And then um, you guys can make of it what you will. It has not been reported. I'm willing to put it out there. I'm sure people are going to give me crap for it because that's what they do. We'll get to it shortly. The number one thing I think we need to talk about is Aaron Rodgers has started his darkness retreat. So Monday, he went into some sort of cabin (coughs) where he's going to be without the internet, without television, um, just in his thoughts for four days. I mean, I don't think I could last six hours doing that, Uh, maybe at max Twelve hours, but a lot of it will be sleeping. So what are you doing? Sleeping and waking up and just sitting there? I don't even know if you're allowed to play cards with yourself. Uh, there's no definitely no video games. There's no phone. You're in the dark, uh, away from everyone. It's like some Buddhist monk stuff. He's it, Rogers is going through some stuff clearly, and, and i that's a reason I want no part of him on the New York Jets. A darkness retreat. If Rogers wants to go wander around the darkness for days on end, he should just go play for the Chicago Bears, right? Because that's what's going on with that franchise—just wandering around aimlessly, clueless offensively. Go, go, go play there. Don't go to a cabin in the woods. I, I, it just doesn't make sense. You have everything, right? Fame, success, wealth. I mean, his what if he has kids? They're set up. His kids' kids are set up. But he clearly does not have happiness. He can't find it, and I don't know if going to a cabin in the woods or doing ayahuasca is going to help. But Rogers is missing something in his life. It's kind of sad. I just I don't want that on the Jets. Uh, we don't need that toxicity. It's just not it, it, everywhere he's gone um, in Green Bay. Teammates, playoffs. It's largely been a failure, guys. He won one Super Bowl. A lot of regular season success with McCarthy, and now Lafleur. But ultimately, he's not like—I don't know if "unifier" is the right word—but clearly, he's not a leader. You know, well, I, I think Jalen Hurts is more of a leader than, than Aaron Rodgers. You know, Jalen Hurts goes into that locker room following Carson Wentz and Nick Foles, and all he does is kind of win games, and everybody loves him. And he was a superstar in the Super Bowl. Like, I just—I I, don't—I don't really want Aaron Rodgers. I would take Stafford in a heartbeat. And I know you're wondering where I'm getting the Stafford stuff from.
1: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
2: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! Coming!
4: Visit LiveNation.com slash concertweek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh and two Door Cinema Club.
5: Here is what I was able to ascertain. As you guys know, once it was like McVeigh's gonna go to TV, then Stafford was not gonna stick around, obviously. So then McVeigh comes back. Then everybody thinks Stafford's all good. Well, McVeigh came back, but what did he come back to? A team without a lot of cap flexibility they do not have a first round pick, how are they going to get better? Well, one way that the Rams think they can get better is by getting Matt Stafford to take some sort of hometown discount, some Tom Brady deal. Hey, we won the Super Bowl. Let's go get another one. Oh, by the way, you make a lot of money. (coughs) Can we fix your contract and renegotiate? So you take a little less and we're able to spend on the offensive line, uh, defensive spots, fill some holes so we can make a run at the Super Bowl. Now, if you're Matt Stafford and you're near the end of your career, what would your reaction be to that? And I ask that because, you know, Stafford is clearly connected to McVay. They worked great together. He had zero playoff wins before the Rams. He won a Super Bowl already. The guy just turned 35 years old. He's had some injuries, especially last season with the elbow. Um, they've had some, you know, family scare health scares. He's near the end of his career. Are you really going to tell Matt Stafford, "Hey bro, can you take less money? Give us like a Tom Brady type deal so we can fix some other stuff?" Like, what do you do if you're Stafford? You've probably got one contract left. <laughs> You've made a lot of money, obviously, but do you want to do that? And that ultimately is going to be a big decision for Stafford. It's his last deal. I don't. He doesn't strike me as the kind of guy who wants to go into television. I, I've never met him. I've never asked him that. Um, at any rate, Stafford said no, and the Rams were extremely unhappy. And at that point, you got to wonder, McVay. Man, I get this guy here. We get a Super Bowl. <laughs> And Stafford's not willing to take less money? Screw this guy. What, what do you think McVay's thoughts are? How are we going to get better? And it's been very quiet. So I'm told this went down about a month ago. And then I guess post-Super Bowl, they're supposed to circle back. And who knows? Maybe Stafford eventually capitulates and it all works out and it, everything's fine. Maybe. But let's see what happens if it doesn't work out if they come back to Stafford they can't find a deal do the Rams say you know what McVay's so good he got golf to a Super Bowl let's make a run at Jimmy Garoppolo let's make a run at Baker Mayfield since Stafford rejected their idea of the Brady help us help you con kind of contract I don't know if that's a good way to term it the Rams have had some time to I guess look around the league and see who they could make a run at I think Derek Carr obviously would be out of their price range. But would he take a hometown discount to go to play with Sean McVay and Cooper Cup? Would you? I don't know. You get to stay on the West Coast. And you get to work with McVay, who, oh, by the way, has been to two Super Bowls in the last, what, six, seven years? I mean, Carr's options are going to be, yeah, you could go to the Jets, who have a defensive head coach. Carr could go to Frank Reich in Carolina. Do you want to go uh, move your life to the entire East Coast? I don't know. Playing in a bad division, you could win. Do you want to go to Tampa? <coughs> Another defensive head coach? Like, is going to have options. It will be very interesting to see if the Rams get involved with Carr. Now, I don't financially think that that's a move that would work for them because I don't think is going to be cheaper than Stafford or not much cheaper but then becomes the question, what can you get for Matt Stafford? And where would Stafford want to go <coughs> where he can have a chance? Well, you know who's going to have cap room, the New York Jets. They're going to have a lot of cap room. And if the Jets can make a play for Stafford <coughs> and convince him, hey, we got some good receivers in Garrett Wilson. We can get Corey Davis back. He's going to want to play with Stafford. We've got a defense that could get us into the playoffs. And who the hell knows what can happen? There is a world where the Jets end up with Stafford. I would put it at about 15%. I would probably say it's 75% that Stafford stays. And there's always a mystery team somewhere. Somebody's going to come out of nowhere and make a run at Stafford. But I would definitely say this is one to watch this week. And I don't totally know what's going to happen with Carr because he's going to have options too. Garoppolo's lurking. Like, Garoppolo's a guy you can get a hometown discount. But can he make the throws – in that McVay offense, my guess would be no. <coughs> so we'll see what happens. I'm, I'm curious what the NFL reporters out there, you know, McVay's close with all of them. And oh, by the way, they all knew McVay was close to retiring, but interestingly, or not retiring, going to TV, but interestingly, none of them have reported what's going on with McVay and Stafford kind of makes you wonder, doesn't it? Um, I want to talk quickly about the Eagles Everybody seems to think that they're a slam dunk to return to the NFC Championship at least, and they're loaded. And Hurts is on the uh, rookie deal. Obviously, they're going to have to pay him, but it won't kick in for a minute. I looked this up. This is staggering. Seven starters on that defense, which was elite in the NFL but got cooked in the Super Bowl. Seven starters are free agents on the defense. And their defensive coordinator is very likely going to the Arizona Cardinals. And they're going to lose their OC probably to the Colts. Seven starters on defense. These are the guys that are free agents in Philly. Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, Hargrave on the defensive line. Also on the defensive line, but rotational guys. Um, Robert Quinn, Ndamukong Katsu, Linval Joseph. Their cornerback, Bradbury. Both starting linebackers, White and Edwards. And their slot corner, C.G.J., Gardner-Johnson. Seven of them. Seven of 11 starters on defense are free agents. Let that sink in. And oh, by the way, Miles Sanders, he's replaceable, free agent. And on the offensive line, Kelsey and Sumalo. I hope I said his name right. Sumalo, the guard, he's good. They're both, you know— top 10 at their position per pro football focus, and uh, Dillard, their backup swing tackle, who's I think was a first-round pick, and he really hasn't panned out. He's a free agent. They got a lot to sort out. That being said, I'm not going to doubt the GM at all here, Howie Roseman, because he's been excellent. I doubted him way back in the Chip Kelly days, and it made me look really foolish. But it's not going to be easy to replace your DC and sorry, seven starters on defense. 20 free agents overall for the Eagles. But they've been good, so I have faith they'll be back. It really feels like the Eagles and the Niners were cut above in the NFC. But after that, I saw Super Bowl odds for 2024. And the Dallas Cowboys are third in the NFC? Are you kidding me? Also, a side note, Super Bowl in Vegas, as my brother pointed out to me multiple times on Monday. Super Bowl in Vegas next February. And I'm like, oh, it's not a Fox Super Bowl. I don't even know if we're going to go for the week. And then you're like, oh, you could just pop over. Oh, yeah, that's what I want to do. Go to Vegas for a Super Bowl weekend. As if like if you've been there Memorial Day, Labor Day, July 4th, it's absolutely bonkers. What do you think Super Bowl weekend's going to be? Like Arizona was spread out. They had Scottsdale. They had Phoenix. It was uh, Vegas is really going to be tightly coordinated. It's going to be a mess. Uh, A fun mess. Uh, And if you're in your 20s, you're sprinting there and locking up hotel rooms like tomorrow.
1: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
2: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! Coming!
5: I'll close out with um, something I saw. Rob G. put this in front of me. According to Andy Reid, Eric Bieniemy may leave the Chiefs to go to a team where he can, quote, run the show offensively. Okay, and we, t- we touched on this a little bit yesterday. Do you want to be the guy who runs the show where there's a lot more high risk, high reward? Or are you like, I'm good, with Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid. I'm kind of good here. And I started to look around. This is kind of crazy. About Andy Reid assistants who have moved on. You know, like the Belichick uh, coaching tree. Uh, it's been like one disaster after another. And they usually end up coming back home. So I looked at this. Brad Childress. Does anybody remember that name? Offensive coordinator in Philly with Andy Reid. But did not call the place. I think he was the OC for four years. Finally takes a job, head job of the Vikings. Fired after five years. Never got another head coaching look. Now, they did make the playoffs twice. One of them, they got Brett Favre shoved down their throats, and they went 12-4 and and lost to the Saints in the NFC title game. So Childress was close, but I think everybody can agree Childress could not find a quarterback in those other years. Then they get Favre, then Favre leaves, or far, um, you know, didn't pan out after that, and it was like Bobeye Childress. He was he was gone after the year after they went to the NFC title game. He was fired midway through the season. Okay, another Andy Reid guy, Steve Spagnolo. He was with Andy Reid on the Eagles, part of that coaching tree. Got the Rams head coaching job, fired after I believe three seasons. Comes back home now with Andy Reid, defensive coordinator Chiefs. Another guy who left the Reid coaching tree. Matt Nagy, 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 however you say it. Got his first chance in Philly, went with Andy Reid to KC. After two years, the Chicago Bears hired him. Do you guys remember this? Chicago fans will. First year, they go 12-4 and four with Mitch Trubisky, Maserati Mitch. They lose on the double doink kick. I remember that one badly. I had the Bears season over win total. I knew they would be good when they got Khalil Mack. of course, I had them in the playoff game, which they lost. And it was all downhill from there for Nagy. You know what Nagy's doing now, guys? Yes, he's back with Andy Reid on the coaching staff. So you're seeing a history. A lot of the Reid assistants leave. They end up coming back. Now, a guy like Doug Peterson finds success in Philly, wins the Super Bowl, fired, goes to Jacksonville, gets Trevor Lawrence, and seems like he's in a good spot there. So, for Eric Bieniemy, the big question is do you have a quarterback? And guys, I don't, Eric Bieniemy, only he knows the answer to this. Sam Howell and Taylor Heineke, Okay? Those are the two guys you're looking at to be your your potential starter. Unless there's something up their sleeve, Ron Rivera's making a move on somebody. <coughs> if you're Eric Bieniemy, you got to be careful what you wish for in life. I know you want a head coach. You want to call plays. Listen, we all want the goal, glory, right? We all want that. But I'm just, if you roll the dice and you leave Reed for Sam Howell and Taylor Heineke, let's say they win seven games next year. Ron Rivera is probably getting canned. I don't know if the gets boosted to the head coach. Let's say you sneak into the playoffs. Awesome, congrats. <clears throat> maybe Dallas falls apart, Giants do, but now you're in a division. I mean, Brian Dayball is not a guy I'm betting against. Jalen Hurts is not a guy I'm betting against. I, I don't know. And a su- I, 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 I was looking around, and it looks like the enemy in Washington could be a fit. I don't know if that ended up happening. But to me, I just don't know if I'm leaving Patrick Mahomes. Now, you could say, oh, you're a wuss. You don't want to risk anything. No risk it, no biscuit. I get that. Totally get that. You got to make a calculated risk move. Doug Peterson left for Jacksonville. You got Trevor Lawrence. Okay, Trevor Lawrence versus Sam Howell, what are the chances of success with one versus the other? Like that's not even close. If Eric Bieniemy goes to Washington, and listen, I the the one game of of Howell I saw I liked he's got some pluckiness to him. I got to be real, man. I don't know that he's winning there. Now, they do have good receivers, and there's a chance they could be successful, but as we've seen with some of these other assistants, you're getting one chance, guys. That's pretty – I mean, it's not fair because certain guys get multiple chances, but it just – it seems like you're not getting as many looks as you deserve. Right, look at the history of Reed assistance. So I would say you kind of got to be careful what you wish for, there's a job out there for enemy. I, I know he's getting. He's like he's sneaky old. I gotta look up his age, but it, it kind of feels like, you know, maybe this is a guy who who's like, you know, what? I'm in my fifties. I gotta take a chance now. enemy is fifty three. Turns fifty four in August. Like nobody's hiring a sixty year old guy. Maybe this is my year or next year. I I don't know. It's a it's a tough call. Nobody he only he knows what's best for him. I don't know what his situation is if he's got a wife and kids and. Um, oh he does he has a wife and two sons um I don't know what eight what like are they in high school do they not want to uproot their high school career to go to Washington I I, I have no idea all that stuff has to be considered but Biennemi seems like a nice guy it feels like Reed almost feels bad for him like imagine you're Eric Biennemi Jonathan Gannon is getting a head coaching look over over you like <laughs> you know it's like oh Gannon had an amazingly talented defense and looked pretty damn good. And now he's all of a sudden going to be probably the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. And that's after a Super Bowl in which they could not get a stop in the second half. The enemy's like, hey, I'm with Patrick Mahomes. I'm part of the team. Tough situation. There really is no right answer. At any rate, that's it for today. talk to you tomorrow.
0: Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere.